Three, two, one. I'm Brian Rector. I'm Gus Erickson. And I'm Hayden Nichols. And this is season four, episode one of WBN's Resting the Starters, presented to you by WBN. And uh, we're doing things a little bit differently this year. Um, we are not able to get in the studio just yet, so we're doing this uh, in sort of a disconnected fashion. That being said, uh, the points will remain the same, and we have a new crew. So uh, I'll let these other two boys that I'm sitting, uh, you know, virtually right across from kind of introduce themselves, and uh, we'll get it going. Uh, first off, uh, my name is Gus Erickson. Uh, I'm a senior at Wilsonville High School. I've uh, been doing WBN stuff uh, here and there uh, throughout my high school career, you know, videotaping some games, stuff like that. Uh, but I'm really excited uh, to be with Brian and Hayden this year. Uh, we got uh, getting in the WBN, starting up the podcast. We're really excited to, you know, be able to talk about sports and stuff we love every week. Yeah, and uh, I'm Hayden Nichols, and I'll be a senior. I am a senior at Wilsonville High School, too. So I haven't, this is my first thing I've done with WBN, but I'm really excited for it. It should be fun. Hey, well, it's good uh, now that, you know, we're all together and uh, you know the guys. And uh, let's get right to it. So we've got a memo from the OSA. It was a vote, and now it's on paper that says that as of uh, tomorrow, I believe, that... Uh, the OSAA and um, the individual uh, athletics teams for this first season uh, will begin play and uh, some practices and some uh, conditioning. So what are you guys hearing and uh, what do you think about that? Well, uh, you're exactly right, Brian. Tomorrow we're starting uh, sports practices. I'm pretty sure that basically every sport that the school offers is starting practice tomorrow because I even heard that spring sports like baseball, we're going to start doing stuff. Just because everyone's off-season stuff got kind of moved out of the way due to COVID-19, we're trying to get back into it. Uh, so Hayden can speak for the, the basketball side of things, but uh, at least for football, which I know about, uh, tomorrow we have our first football practice. But uh, our coach, Coach Gunther, obviously you guys know him, told us a little bit about the rules for the practices going forward. We can't have groups larger than 10. So all the all the players will be uh, split up into groups of ten at practice, uh, and we're not really we're not really sure what's going to be in store for practice. Probably no contact. Probably mostly conditioning. You know, running routes, stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, for basketball, I just know all I really know about our practices is that we're not allowed to use the gym, and so we got to figure out what kind of stuff we can do to get better outside. But that's all I have for now for basketball. Okay, absolutely. And uh, yeah, um, I noticed I was reading the document that was put out there by the OSAA themselves. And uh, it's really, it's a lot of particular stuff talking about the check-ins and check-out protocols and talking about how as of right now, in particular for uh, Wilsonville, there's uh, only 80 kids allowed at the school at one time, which is obviously a step in the right direction, but we're not quite there yet. Uh, I just think it's going to be interesting going forward to see how things are a lot different and uh, sort of whether the procedural uh, things will be followed in their fullest. Yeah, I think a, a big thing right now is that what's been stressed, at least by Coach Gunther and a lot of other coaches, is that if we want to have the privilege and the opportunity to start practice now, we got to stay, you know, with the protocol and inside the rules. And I think that, uh, you know, 
obviously with the way that sports has gone lately because of COVID-19, it, it, it makes a lot of sense that there's still going to be a lot of rules and procedures. You know, I'm sure they're going to be doing temperature checks and things like that just to stay safe. But, you know, a lot of the procedures, obviously, as players, it's a lot of hoops to jump through. But I think that it's going to be worth it because the more we can adhere to the rules and the procedures, uh, the quicker we'll be able to be out on the field and playing. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the thing that gets me is this year, right? I mean, we talk about this year, this year, this year, 2020. I mean, we've had fires, we've had a virus, we've had, you name it, we've had it, right? And more to come. We have an election year coming up in just, you know, two months from now, a month, really. Uh, It's just, it's in a time of fracture, quite obviously. And these uh, sports and these activities that we've become so accustomed to, these are what we need, right? I mean, this is what we thrive on as our school community. Yeah, 100%. I think that, uh, you know, a lot of people, a lot of, you know, sports athletes, things like that have been starved of playing playing sports for six months. And I think all of us are definitely excited to get back into it and, you know, just have something to look forward to, really. Yeah, I think that's a big reason why the OSA was so quick to vote on giving us a season one, because I feel like they realize how important it is that we are able to get back there and have a structure and be able to play sports so we can be happy and be healthy again. Yeah, most definitely. No, I think you're absolutely right. I think uh, it took them kind of having that recognition and seeing what it did to a lot of kids um, last year who couldn't finish their seasons and saying they don't want to replicate that. Um, The other thing that's unique about this year for uh, what we're going to do in terms of WBN's resting the starters is uh, we're going to try and get a guest per week on here from a different sport and uh, boys versus girls just to have that representation. And uh, we'll get into topics like this and much more. Um, But I'm excited to see what others have to say about it um, across all sports because, you know, it's going to be a little bit different. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think there's a lot of sports uh, that are going to have really weird things. Like Hayden was saying, basketball can't use the gym. Well, that's kind of all basketball is about. So I think, you know, there's a lot of sports like you can even say football. We're allowed to be on the field. You know, we're allowed to do what we normally do for summer. But there's going to be a lot of sports that are really shooken up because of these protocols, like especially basketball. Right. Amen. And so I'm really excited. Um as we get into it and as we approach you know episode two three four and as we continue uh inviting some other people on this show and uh we're gonna enjoy we're gonna sit back and have a roundtable discussion just like this but uh hey now that we've covered wbn let's talk about what other levels of sports are doing right do you guys want to cover college or pro first what do you guys think um, just just to say, just because you know there are a lot of college football games yesterday, I think that'd be a, a good topic to get into. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, obviously, first day for SEC football and for a lot of other leagues. I mean, there are a couple of weird teams playing here and there the last few weeks, but yesterday was the main big day, and we just saw the top tens dropping like flies yesterday. Oklahoma lost, LSU lost. I mean, it was just upsets on every channel. Really, it was it was crazy to see. Absolutely. And uh, for instance, I was watching the Texas game and Texas, right? They're down 56 to 41 in the fourth quarter. And my guy Bouchette or no. uh, Wait, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, no, sorry. That isn't right. (laughs) 
Uh, but anyways, Texas Tech guy, right, puts those yeah. horns down, right? And then this sparks a Texas um, firing on all cylinders, come back in the fourth, that goes into overtime, and then they win uh, 63-56, right? I mean, that's a shootout. That's Big 12 football at its finest. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a high-scoring game, and I thought... No defense. No defense. Classic Big Big 12. Yeah, seriously. Um, and the thing that's weird, too, with this whole situation about COVID-19 and everything that's involved with uh, this virus and the ramifications, the uh, top 25 looks very odd, right? I mean, oh, that, yeah. you have Louisiana yeah. in there. You have Army in there. I mean, it's freaking weird, man. And it's going to obviously look much different come October 24th or so when the S- or uh, Pac-12 and Big Ten get rolling. But, man, it's oh, weird. They, added, they put the Pac-12 in there. Really? The Pac-12's in the top 25 now. Okay, for sure. Yeah, as of this morning. Oh, that's good to know, actually. Dang. I did not know that. But Yeah, so I think they had... I think they had Oregon at like 14. I didn't look at the rest of it, though. Okay. And uh, you're seeing guys like Javon Holland, who's a top 20 prospect in the upcoming NFL draft, drop out. And you're seeing three other guys on Oregon who are, you know, paramount to their success. I wonder what that's going to look like and how that's going to shake up the landscape. Well, I I just uh, pulled up the rankings now that Hayden brought that up. And I think it's funny that... Uh, they added the Pac-12, but even with the Pac-12, there's only one team ranked, and that's Oregon. So hopefully they live up, live up to the hype this year. Well, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's classic for them to start ranked. It's Oregon. Yeah. Amen to that, man. The biggest shocker I'm seeing, though, is UNC at number 12. And I know they're supposed to be really good this year, but it's been a while since they've been ranked preseason for sure at least that high right mac brown yeah mac brown being resurgent as a coach he was an ex-texas coach and led them to prominence and then they have sam howell at quarterback that's going to be very good he's he's a dark horse for the heisman already i'm liking what i'm seeing now uh brian you know you know my stanford boy KJ Costello yesterday at Mississippi State. He put on a show. Oh, 600 plus yards. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that was crazy. Two hey, picks, hey, two hey, 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 hey. And a pretty bad fumble. Two fumbles, too. But he did get the win over LSU. That's huge. And for the Leach so, era, for Mike Leach, those of you who don't know, Mike Leach has uh, moved from Washington State to Mississippi State. And I think the air raid is proving its worth in the SEC already. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it looked really good yesterday. <clears throat> And, uh, man, we got some hockey going on. I mean, the Dallas Stars beat the Tampa Bay Lightning to force a game six yesterday. And uh, that ended up three to two in overtime. That's a shocker. Um, these Tampa Bay Lightning, they're favored to go all the way. And they're a game away from clinching that cup. But, hey, the Stars have something to say about that. Yeah, you know, I haven't, I haven't been paying, you know, I haven't been watching... You know, every game of the Stanley Cup, but I tuned in for a few of them. There have been some good games as playoffs. I remember first round, I believe it was the Lightning, the the four-overtime game. I'd never seen that before. Oh, my gosh. It, they, You know what? That game, and I appreciate this from you, Gus, because there was a point I wanted to make. After you're out of conditioning for that long, right, You're you're in this break of sorts, and then you come back, and then you kind of get your legs... But then you're challenged to that echelon, super physical game, super long game. I mean, four or five overtimes. Like, 
Well, and and especially and especially that it was game one of the series, so we're not even talking like a pinnacle game seven, something like that. It's they're going five overtimes just to try and put the first one on the board, which in the long run is kind of you know doesn't make too big of an impact usually. But I, that was really funny to see. Crazy, I've never seen a such a long game like that. Oh my gosh, it it's one of those things. You don't expect it, right? I mean, you you think of yeah. hockey. Oh, well, hockey is the fastest-paced game there is. I mean, arguable, but, you know, it's one of them. And uh, it moves quickly because you don't have stoppages. You don't have this, that, and the other thing. You can be out of a 60-minute game with intermissions in two and a half hours. Uh, these yeah. teams, the Lightning and the Stars, had other ideas. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so uh, we we said we talked about basketball and you know, me and Hay- Hayden knows I'm just trying to just been getting into basketball really for the bubble. Uh, some have argued that I'm only a basketball fan after watching the Last Dance and you know. I would argue that can't too. Argue yep. with that. Can't argue. Can't yep. argue that too much. No one lied. No one lied. But um, the Lakers, a uh, lot of help from the refs. Uh, looking at the stat sheet this morning, almost almost sick morning. All right, guess, 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 guess. This might end our friendship, but I just want to put this out there for you. LeBron James is the greatest Amen. basketball player Amen. ever. Amen. No, Hayden, you heard me say it at the start. I said if LeBron wins the finals, I'll give it to him. But but this is just all I have to touch on. I'm looking at the stats this all morning. Right. You know, I, I almost almost got sick this morning, a little nauseous looking at the stats. <laughs> Last night, uh, I I can't pull up the exact stat right now. I think it was um, Lakers had 33 I got free throw attempts and the Nuggets had 15. You can argue, and you know, when when I was more involved with the Lakers, when they were playing the Blazers, everyone said, "Oh, well, maybe the Blazers should stop fouling." No, no, that's not that's not what it is. That's not what's going on. And I get it that the NBA wants to see the Lakers win. They want to see. <laughs> okay, Kobe. okay, okay. They want to see Kobe and Shrine. No, they want to see Kobe and Shrine. We're gonna get a Netflix series about it for sure. You know how they honored Kobe with the win, but it's just getting too obvious at this point. Well, Gus, you can also argue this, and this is the point that I'm gonna make. These Denver Nuggets, right? Sure, they had an unbelievable year. They have that young core with Jokic and Murray, undoubtedly going to be a force out of the West for years to come. But look at it this way, man. They played two seven-game series before this, and the Lakers are putting teams out in five games every single series. And I'm just thinking, like, the Lakers have more legs, man. They have more gas. Yeah, well, I was talking about this uh, with one of my friends last night. You can't outshoot the Lakers. If you if there's a guy open on the Lakers, he's making the shot. And so it just takes a good defensive team. I don't know if that he can do it, especially when I disagree. Especially when when oh, Hayden, I'll, I'll let you get into that because I do want to hear that. But especially when anytime LeBron's driving, he's either making a layup, getting an and one, or getting fouled. So that's definitely hard to stop. All right, guys. What do you want to do? Do you want to let LeBron James get a wide open layup every single time, or do you want to let Danny Green or Contavious Caldwell Pope or Anthony Davis? Uh, this was yeah. Because Mark, neither of those two dudes, neither of those two dudes are great shooters. Yeah, I, I mean, it, for me, it's like I'm going up to defend LeBron, and then boom, I get fouled, and he gets two, or I I foul him, and I'm making air quotations. We're not in the studio, so they can't see air quotations. Foul them. I foul them. It was a shooting foul. Air quotations. And that's going to happen every time. But, but what's your thought on the Heat, Hayden? You think they can do it? 
Yes, I actually do think they can. I think that they're going to beat the Celtics in six now. I think they're going to come out of the East. I think they get the Heat. I think the Heat get the Lakers in six and win the championship. I just think that the Heat don't have anybody that's scared to play against LeBron and Anthony Davis. I think they're all up for it. I think Jimmy Butler is the perfect leader for that team. And I think they have the firepower to keep up with them for an entire game. Friendship so. restored for, for that. Victory. Oh, absolutely. And look, guys, I could not agree more with you. The Heat have some dogs. When you have Bam Adebayo on the defensive end, and you have Goron and Tyler Hero who can score. Tyrone Healer. Tyrone <laughs> Hero. It's not Tyler. Okay, I've been corrected. It's Tyrone. And then you got the dog, the number one. You got Jimmy Butler. I mean, coming over from Philadelphia, that's just who he is. He's scrappy, and he'll get on the floor, and he'll make the right play. I mean, that's that's his textbook. And the thing about Jimmy Butler is you're not coming up to defend him because who knows what kind of biohazards are living in that absolute <laughs> So you don't want to come up and guard him because you just don't know. You could be catching him on team. I think that's the X factor. Oh, man. Nobody wants to touch Butler now, do they? That's our hot take of the yeah. day. <laughs> you got the same thing going on with Anthony. JB is a yeah. JB is a biohazard. Here we go. We're doing things differently here on WBN, resting the starters, and uh, we're coming back to you live. It's season four, episode one. We have a new cast, but that doesn't mean we're changing things up very much. We're doing them the same way, and uh, we just want to say thank you to everyone who's making this possible. And uh, we got a good discussion here about the NBA finals and what's gonna what it's gonna look like. Yeah, I think we're we're coming up. Well, we we're, we're pretty far past our time limit, but I think when you have a good discourse going like we did, it's hard to put uh, a number. Yeah, on that. I could not agree more. It, I liken it to this: like, hey, if the train's running, it's hard to stop. And we 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 just got out in transition, and we were going, and we're gonna slam it home right here. I'm gonna say, sounds like LeBron going. <laughs> Amen, dude. He's hard to stop. We're hard to stop. That's how it goes. But uh, yeah, WB. WBN fans, if you watch all the way through, we appreciate it. There's going to be a lot more to come. I mean, it's a we're coming. We have three great hosts, great energy, and so it's going to be like this all year. So stay stay tuned. tuned. There's more to come. We're getting in the studio as soon as possible. That's being set up by Mr. Fitzgerald and the WBN crew here, and uh, we're excited. And uh, thank you for tuning in. And we'll come back to you as soon as we possibly can. Hopefully, uh, we got a fourth person on here and. Uh, you know, uh, someone to bring a new perspective. But until then, thank you, everyone.